are you, miss? I am good. How are you? Yep. Good. <laughs> and if that's not an accurate description, I don't know what is. Yeah, look, as soon as I walked into Zara's house today, she was like, oh my. Yeah, I was immediately like, what's wrong? And then I was like, oh no, you're just... Just prep? Yeah, just prep. We've just reached that point of prep. Mm. It's just, like, if you guys watched my last episode, I was saying, like, I was starting to feel the energy drop. It's it. It's here. Sure. Woo! We love it. You can see it in your face. I know. <laughs> I know. I looked in the mirror and I was like, wow, I look like shit, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> in the very best way. Yes. Yes. Um, but I have a funny share this week. Ooh, yay. Yeah. Do it's... tell. <laughs> So on the weekend just gone, I went to the coast with my friend, had a good time, it was really fun, um, and we were just walking around Surface Paradise, and um, Condom Kingdom is a thing, apparently. I can't believe you'd never been. I had never seen it. As At schoolies, you didn't see it? I didn't go to schoolies. Right. You didn't go at 18, like as nope. 18, wow, right. It's not like I went looking for Condom Kingdom, oh my god, Condom Kingdom. <laughs> I didn't either, but I was also 18 and I was like, oh, what's this? Nope, never went. Never right. seen it. How'd you go? Look. <laughs> I was terrified. <laughs> I mean, it was my idea to go inside, but I was terrified. Were you just looking around like, there's, why is there so much to take in? There was, okay. There was a lot. Yes. But there was a lot in Condom Kingdom. If you guys haven't been, if you are over the age of 18, you should go. Off you go. But there were children in there. What? Like ten year olds with their parents? No. Oh. But they just. I feel like that's not allowed. I don't think it is either because it's a sex store. There's very graphic things happening. Yeah. With certain toys. It's very graphic. Yeah. No kidding. I feel like yeah. I feel like the shop person should have been like, wait, get out. No. Just let them wander on through. Oh. Yeah. But so you know, Sarah's like trying on these penis glasses and <laughs> pointing at all these funny things, and I'm just sitting here with a shirt <laughs> <laughs> because you know Ralph from The Simpsons. Yes. You know. <laughs> you know, like the brand Ralph. Is it Ralph Lauren? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So there's a there's a shirt there with Ralph on a horse, and it said Ralph Lauren under it. And I just stayed with that shirt the whole time. You're like, this is where I feel safe. <laughs> I almost bought the shirt. It was quite funny. You should have bought the shirt. Look, it just kept me safe. It kept me away from all the penises and the boobies and everything. Yeah, there's a lot in that store. It was a lot. I saw too many things. When I mm. say things, I mean penises. Yeah, there is a lot in that store. And you just sort of like, I don't know where to look. <laughs> I, I saw a, what are they? Like the fake vaginas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw one of them. That was at my eye level. Of course <laughs> Turned it was around, it was bam, right there. See the best part about being short? Yeah. Wouldn't have been at my eye. So, yeah, that was great. That's my funny share. <laughs> I love that for you. Mm. <laughs> I can just imagine your eyes like, oh my God. Yeah. you got to remember, guys, Sam's like a very innocent person to that side of the world. An innocent little creature. Yes. She sees sex on TV and goes, ha. <laughs> Hide. Walks the other way. Ah. What do I do? Ah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so for today, we're actually going to be doing a new segment. We thought it'd be some fun to add into the potty. 
Are you crying? Yeah, I was just laughing so hard I started crying. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good funny share, wasn't it? It was. I know, I know. Um, But yes, we're introducing a new segment to the potty this week, um, which is going to be called Advice from Sam and Zara. We're going to try and do this once a month, I think we said. Yeah. Yeah, around about that, just to, um, you know be like a little advice column you know we love giving out advice and tips and stuff to you guys and we wanted you guys to be more involved and a part of the podcast we thought that having this once a month would be kind of cool so if you do ever think of anything that you want advice on anything anything at all feel free to dm us on the podcast page or either one of our pages at any time and then when we decide to do an advice episode Mm. we'll look at them all and hopefully yours is answered yes and if you would like your name mentioned, we can do that. Or you can remain anonymous if you like. We'd love to see it. <laughs> but yes, we would love all of the advicey things to come our way. So definitely don't hesitate. There's no judgment. We just want to help. Yeah. And we also aren't going to like blast you. No. Like, oh, it was this person. No, never. Never. Never, ever. But we do have some for this episode. So thank you to everyone who did submit a question or advice. What is it a question? Yes. Yeah, it is a question. (laughs) A request for advice? Yes. Maybe? Mm. Mm. Interesting. What is our first one, Miss? Well, our first one. Oh, by the way, we're only going to answer three an episode at this point. At this point, That's our plan, but we'll see how we go in the future. We might answer more. Because we don't want to have it too long. Unless you guys decide that you want a super long advice episode. Just a two-hour episode. No drama. Jesus. (laughs) We'll take over Taylor Swift's 10-minute version of her song. Someone wants advice on Taylor Swift, you and I are like, well, this episode's going to be two hours long. <laughs> All right. So first question is, how do I know when to end my bulking phase? Love Ooh, heart. We love this for you. Sending a love heart back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love bulking phases because it's the best time. Yeah, it it's, really is. It really, really is. Like I, I was very uncomfortable in my bulking phase. Um, but it was also the best time because I could relax, I could be human, I could grow muscle, lift bloody heavy, have all the energy in the world. Yes, I was self-conscious with like the extra body fat that I was holding at the time, but I was living my best life. Mm. What was your experience with bulking? I love it. Mm. Like you said, you can lift a lot heavier, you have more energy because your body's like, oh my God, Mm. this is so much fun. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's always exciting to be able to, to lift heavier and stuff like that. Sometimes it is a bit of a mental game. Yeah. Physically. Mm. But yeah, that sort of goes away when you're like, I can lift so much heavier and I have so much energy and I can do all of these things. Yes. But it's almost like, oh, when, when do I stop? Like, when do I go back to being strict? Well, not strict, but you know, in a calorie deficit, focusing on body fat loss, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because you know, that life is so good. It's just so good. Like I remember when I was heading into prep, I started to have a bit of anxiety because I was like, do I really want to like go back to that or am I enjoying myself right now? Yeah. Like I remember staying up all night one night because I was just freaking out that I was starting prep soon. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. But I hadn't flicked the switch. Everyone in prep knows there's like this switch that you flick and once it's flicked, Hmm. it's like your emotions are turned off like in um, Vampire Diaries. That's what I think. You seen Vampire Diaries? I've never watched that show. What? Mm. Miss, you are off the podcast. <laughs> I've just been fired. <laughs> kidding. Live kidding, on air. Kidding. Um, but definitely watch it, miss. But like in Vampire Diaries, the vampires have control over their emotions. So if they don't want to feel anything, they can switch it off, essentially. And that's oh pretty much how I feel. 
in prep. Oh. Like a vampire. Hee <laughs> hee. Yeah, pretty cool, hey? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, back to the question. So I guess the first thing with this is you've got to ensure that you actually give yourself a solid chance mm. at being in a bulk. Don't do the eight weeks in a bulk and then cut. No. You want to give yourself a solid time in a bulk. I think I was in a bulk for nine months. I was going to say it was close to a year. Yeah, it was a while. And that's probably the longest time I've ever been in a bulk before. Mm. So, but hey, did the job. Yeah. Like now that I've cut down into the show, 100% was worth it. Oh, absolutely. Do not regret anything about that bulk. Fun fact when it comes to muscle building the first to go when you go into a calorie deficit is actually the new muscle tissue that you've created. Mm. So the fresh new muscle tissue that you may have grown a week ago is going to go. Or two weeks ago, going to go. Three weeks ago, going to go. So that's why it's so important to stay in that bulk for so long and really focus on lifting heavy, growing that muscle density, etc. Mm. Um, so that when you do cut down, the muscle is still there. Yes, yeah. you will still lose a little bit, but the goal is to lose as little as possible. So you got to keep that in mind. If you end a bulk at like eight, 12 weeks, have you given yourself enough time to really be in the bulk? Because that's like, what, two to three months? Yeah. I would say give yourself at least six to nine months of a bulk, maybe even 12 months, honestly, like depending on what your goals are. If you yeah. have the chance to do 12 months, go for it. Honestly, like I did nine months and I kind of wish I went for 12. Just to see, yeah, just to see how much more I could do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I've decided that if I do ever become a pro athlete, I will then go into a 12-month bulk, like solid 12 months. Well, of, fair enough. Yeah, exactly. So that's something you got to think of. You know, how long have you been in this bulk for? If it's been four weeks, you shouldn't even be thinking about getting out of this bulk yet. Yeah. You've only just started. As, it, as we said in our um, episode a few weeks ago, which was being comfortable with being uncomfortable, that's exactly what's happening here. You've yeah. got to learn to be comfortable with your current physique and trust the process that being in a bulk is for a good thing. It's going to achieve your goals, but cutting it short is not going to do you anything. No, definitely not. So I'd say six to nine months minimum, max. You can go more than 12 if you wanted to, but I'd go 12. Yeah. But I did nine months and I'm bloody happy with how I did. So Definitely. But obviously, if you have a coach, this is a conversation you should be having with your coach. Um, but just remember, the end goal is more important than the now. Question number two is how to chat with your current coach about wanting to move on to someone different. Ooh, that's a good question, actually. That is a really good question. I feel like people make this a very awkward thing, but it's not. No, it doesn't have to be an awkward thing. But I also feel like there's coaches out there who make it yeah. a very uncomfortable thing. Like for me, I've had many honest conversations with my girls. And mm. if I think they'd be better off with someone else, you are very have that conversation. That, yeah. yeah. And I actually help them and I support them and I actually guide them in the right direction of what coach to choose. Yeah. I've done that multiple times in the past, like for competitors if they're looking to go on icn well i don't know anything about icn yeah so it's not yeah really useful for exactly you but i will sit there and happily help them mm -hmm. week by week until they find the coach that makes them feel most comfortable yeah i'm not gonna be a bitch about it like if you want to move on and you know experience a new coaching style or whatever mm. go for it yeah and also i don't know it depends is your coach an online coach or are they an in-person coach 
because mm. some people thrive on having an in-person coach. You are obviously an online coach. Um, and you have understood that in the past when people have come to you and said, I, I think I'd just be better with an in-person coach. That's a fine conversation to have as well. And if you're with a decent person as a personal trainer or as a coach or whatever, they'll understand that. They'll understand the different reasons why you're going to someone else. I think if they react in the wrong way, that's more of a reflection of them and their current situation with their business mm-hmm. over them as an actual person, as per se. Oh, yes. Like, I know, like, a lot of coaches and PTs get a bit stressed if they start to lose clients, and maybe yeah. they might come across a bit, not forceful, but, like, kind of, no, don't leave me, like, stay. Yeah. That's different. But yeah. most coaches, if you're honest and upfront about what you're doing, everything's fine. Everything's chill. Don't feel like you can't be honest with your coach. If they're your coach, you should be able to be honest with them. Yeah. If you feel like you have to beat around the bush and kind of say to them, for example, I'm just going to take a break from coaching for a bit. And then on your socials, you end up being with a different coach. Well, that's a bad reflection of you. That And that rubs people the wrong way. Oh, yeah. It's not. That rubs me the wrong way. Oh, well, I think it would rub anyone the wrong way mm. of being like, oh, no, I'm just having a break, but secretly, not so secretly, I'm going and training with someone else mm. who's not you. Just be honest. Yeah, just be upfront. Yeah, obviously be kind about it. Like, you know, say thank you for all your time, etc. Um, but, yeah, don't feel like it's going to be awkward. It's only awkward if you make it awkward Mm. and it's only going to be controversial if your coach isn't exactly a nice coach um but yeah no you should be okay at the end of the day if your current coach doesn't align with your current goals well think like you you should be moving on and your coach should respect that Mm. if you're looking at doing a bodybuilding comp and your coach does strength powerlifting well obviously you need to look for another coach and that coach will understand that if they're a good coach They'll understand. They will let you blossom. Same thing goes if you're with a health and fitness lifestyle coach and you're wanting to get into powerlifting, you're probably going to have to... Exactly. You're probably going to have to look for a powerlifting coach. So, you know, but also there's that whole factor where sometimes you outgrow someone. Yeah. Like, not every coach is going to be the same. You're going to meet different people along the way. You're going to meet different coaches who have different techniques, different training styles, etc. And sometimes it's good to have that refresher. You know, I've had people come to Wix Fit and say, oh, I was just with a new, an old coach, nothing bad about them, just felt like a change, just felt like something new. And, like, that was really res- – well, I respected that of them because they were just so respectful about their old coach. No yeah. hard feelings. They just said nothing was wrong. I just was looking for something new. Yeah. If you can be an honest client, you will earn the respect of many coaches. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's never – I don't know. If you've had a good coach previously and you are going to a new coach as well – you shouldn't try and find the bad mm. and sort of bring that to your new coach and be like, this is everything that was wrong with my last coach. Yeah. Because, again, that doesn't make you look great. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, if you had a terrible experience, then feel free to, uh, yeah. you know, say what's happened with that coach. But, yeah, definitely don't don't make it something that it's not. Yeah. How would you go about it, miss, if you were leaving me? <laughs> See, I Which is like totally okay <laughs> if you ever wanted to leave me. I'm not allowed to. That's the thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop that now. Jokes. Jokes. I am allowed. Um, I don't know. I feel like if I was ever to leave you, it would be because my goals have shifted. Mm. And 
I don't know, I guess like something like powerlifting or whatever is a good example in the fact that if I came to you and was like, look, I'm really wanting to get into powerlifting, it looks really, it interests me and all of that sort of stuff. And I know that you don't, you're, you don't do powerlifting, you don't coach people in powerlifting. Do you have someone that you'd recommend? Do you know of someone who's a good powerlifting coach? Mm. And I think asking your current coach, like, I, this is my new goal. Do you have anyone that you know or do you know of someone yeah. who would is a good coach in such and such an aspect? And I would respect you for being so upfront and honest with that. Mm. I would be like, oh, yeah, girl, let's go. Let's try and find someone for you. Yeah. And any good coach is going to act that way. A bad coach, which goes back to another old episode of ours. God, we talk about a lot on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, a bad coach would look at that and go, well, I can be a powerlifting coach when really probably they can't. Yeah. And I think that's something if your current coach, say, is like Sam and you do IFBB and also lifestyle coaching and then all of a sudden your coach is like oh no I could coach you in powerlifting could they though mm, I don't where's the proof yeah I would ask for their proof and their results in that area yeah and especially having the right coach for your right goals is such an important thing because mm-hmm. these people are helping you deal with your health at the end of the day exactly Exactly. Yes. All right. I think we got one more to go. Let's have a look. See. All right. Last one. Oh, this is actually a pretty good one. Oh, go on. How to get your calories in when you're sick and don't have an appetite. Ooh. Mm. This reminds me of when I was stressed. When I was going through that emotional stress at the start of this prep. Yeah. And I had to get my food down, but I could not get my food down. It would take you... Hours. Hours. And I'd be due another meal. Like, I would sit there for an hour eating breakfast. And then about half an hour later, I'd be like, oh, I've got to eat another meal. But I'd push it back. And then, oh, shit, I've got to have two meals together. Oh, I'm not hungry anymore. Which is why you were up until oh. 11 yeah. o'clock some nights eating. Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. My appetite just wasn't there during that time. But it's back now. It's all good. (laughs) Um, And I think that's really... There's not a big secret to it. It's just sometimes you've just got to... Force it. Force it. There is... Like, okay. Obviously, if you're going to be sick, like if you're going to physically puke, don't force the food down. That's a different story altogether. Or if you've got gastro or something. Yeah. That's a different... Different story. Eat what you can in that sense. And also, if you're sick... You should just be resting, not really stressing about your calories or your training or whatever. Mm. Just eat what you can. But if we're talking about appetite just in general, like how to eat more when you don't have an appetite, well, as I said, it depends on what type of sick it is Yeah. when you're sick. If it's emotional stress, if it's being depressed or whatever it might be, it's actually really important that you still eat because you need to release the serotonin, the dopamine, etc. If you don't, you're going to feel 10 times worse than what you were. So that's one thing to remember, regardless of how you're feeling, if you don't eat your mental state and your emotions and all them, they're going to drop because you're not getting that release. You're not getting that happiness or that fulfillment. You're also going to be really lacking in energy, obviously, because you're not fueling yourself and you probably shouldn't be training either. No. If you're sick, you shouldn't be training regardless. But if you're just struggling with emotional stress, And you can't eat. You don't have the energy to train. You'll potentially get dizzy, pass out, and, well, that's that. Don't pass out in the gym. So try 
I guess try to intuitively eat when you're sick because mm. obviously when you're sick your body is under going under so much don't just not eat because you're not hungry you should mm. 100% eat something and that's something that you need to remind yourself during that time yes I might not be able to eat a full meal like what I can but I need to eat something yeah um maybe make it something that's not going to make you feel as bloated like potatoes pastas rice yeah. like maybe don't do that if that's what is causing you to feel a bit oh god i'm eating way too much at this point but you know when your appetite comes back because you're ready to be hungry yeah and don't think you can't eat that normal food again like you just go back to intuitively eating or eating your calories etc obviously the goal is to eat your calories regardless mm. don't feel like you shouldn't be hitting your calories just because you're doing less and being sick like you should be hitting your calories regardless but if you physically can't because you're sick and you your appetite just will not allow you to eat eat intuitively eat when you can and this is a good tip actually you may not be hungry but your body has a weird way of telling you that it's hungry without being hungry yeah you're you're you'll kind of like remind yourself and go oh i haven't eaten in a while take that as a hunger cue your normal yeah. hunger cues aren't going to be there like the tummy the tummy rumbling and all those types of things like they're probably not going to be there but the oh i haven't eaten in a few hours that, that is your hunger cue and that's what you've got to look for as soon as your brain goes i haven't eaten in a while that's your body's way of saying hey i'm hungry we're, we're not really like hungry hungry but like we need something please and thank you <laughs> <laughs> please thank you <laughs> um yeah absolutely and especially if you're if you are sick your body is already trying to fight a virus and all of these sorts of things, your body needs the fuel to be able to fight. Exactly. Don't yeah. go to the gym, obviously, like we said, but your body needs fuel in order to fight off. So if you're not eating, because we all know when you're sick, you're not overly hungry, mm. but you still need to be fueling your body enough because otherwise you'll be sick two longer. times longer mm. because what should have been four days of being sick is now a week and a half. Yeah. Because you just haven't been fueling yourself and your body's like, oh, help me. It's just a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely eat when you're sick. Mm-hmm. Don't, oh, that's the other thing. Like, you know, just because you're not doing as much activity, I can't stress this enough, doesn't mean that you should be eating less or eating nothing. You should still be eating the same amount of food. So get that out of your head. Keep eating the same amount of food if you can or intuitively eat to your natural hunger cues in air quotation marks. Yeah, Absolutely. But that's all our questions today. I really yes. enjoyed that. I love giving advice. I know. It's so much fun. <laughs> we'll definitely do more of these in the future. As we said, if you have any things that you would like advice on, please send them to us directly or you can wait when we post on our story. But if you think of anything right now, send it through and we'll put it in our little box of questions. Yes. <laughs> um, but if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, Project Upgrade Podcast or I am underscore Samantha Wicks. And I am Zaba 14 and with Wixfit, obviously, we still have the discount code. So if you do join Wixfit from the podcast, there is a discount code in the show notes for you. So definitely hop on that. Definitely um, sign up. Yes. there's. We say it all the time, <laughs> but there is some very exciting things coming. And only the squad is going to know about it. That's the, yeah. that's the thing. If you're not in Wixfit, you're not going to get the offer to do it. Yes. So you need to be a part of Wixfit. And that's all we're going to say for now. And that's all, folks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Goodbye, miss. Goodbye, miss.